Hey everyone, great to see you for our midweek prophecy update. Uh, listen, got some information that we really need to hear about today. We need to be understanding the times that we live in because they are quite uh, fascinating. But at the same time, if you don't understand the Bible, they can be a little bit uh, disturbing or in the case of today, uh, some people think, well, this is great news and everything is going along just fine. No, actually, this is really bad news. I'll show you that in just a second. Hey, if you are in Southern California this evening, we are going to have a uh, town hall meeting at 412 Church in San Jacinto starting at 6 p.m. Um, listen, the elections are coming here in America. We are going to press forward, and I hope that you can join us. It's going to be a terrific meeting, 412 Church in San Jacinto tonight at 6 p.m. Hope you can join us. Uh, also on Sunday night, Monday night, and Tuesday night coming up, 6 p.m. in San Diego. I'm going to be at Don Perkins Conference. You can go to Hope for Our Times, uh, the app, and you can uh, get the event information there. Just download the app if you don't have it yet. You'll see the event. I hope that you can make it out to a Don Perkins Conference. All right, let's get going. Listen, things are looking really, really bad. For Israel. Some people think it's wonderful. No, this isn't good news. This is bad news. In fact, Israel National News, uh, Ruth Shiva says, Netanyahu condemns maritime agreement. Lapid surrenders to Hezbollah. What is this all about? It's about the Karish gas field uh, being surrendered to Lebanon. This is, this is insanity. And listen to this. From the Jerusalem Post, it gets worse. Biden, the president of the United States, congratulates Lapid for making history with Lebanon Maritime Agreement. I guarantee you he has made history and this is not good. You're making history, Biden told Lapid on the phone, thanking him and pointing out that the U.S., uh, that the U.S. Med, uh, mediated agreement, excuse, excuse me, was reached after a decade of failed attempts. In other words, Biden's saying, hey, we finally have done it. Uh, Trump's gone. Uh, we got this deep state operation going on, and we're zeroing in on Israel. We're going to give Iran everything they want, and now we have pushed Israel and Lapid to capitulate. They've capitulated, and Biden is thinking this is great. Biden emphasized his commitment to Israel's security, what a lie, and regional stability, saying that their ability to work together toward the Lebanon agreement shows that the U.S.-Israel relationship is unbreakable. I look at this and I go, this is just lie after lie after lie coming from the Biden administration, folks. This is appalling. And Netanyahu is right. In the article from Ruth Shiva, uh, Netanyahu went on to say, Lapid, who opposed the gas outline, that my friends and I brought for the benefit of the citizens of Israel, an outline that turned Israel in a, into a world gas power is now in a hurry to get the gas out of the water in favor of Hezbollah. And how is Lapid trying to justify the surrender? He says in a re it required in order uh, to get the gas out of Karish. I would like to remind Lapid that the Karish reservoir is deep within our territory, Israel's territory, that the development work there began five years ago and that we never dreamed of asking Nasrullah, that's the leader of Hezbollah, Nasrallah, uh, for permission to operate it. As David Friedman, the former U.S. ambassador who dealt with the issue, said, Lebanon received 100 percent, Israel received zero, and he was right. This is not a historical agreement. This is a historical surrender uh, uh, liquidation sale of Lapid. 
friends, this is awful, but it reminds me of what the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 28, where the, the Isaiah writes and he's prophesying about the last days. I, be, I believe that the covenant of Isaiah chapter 28 matches the covenant of Daniel chapter 9, the covenant of Antichrist. And in Isaiah chapter 28, beginning in verse 14, the Bible says, Therefore hear the word of the Lord, you scornful men who rule this people who are in Jerusalem. So the covenant is about a time when Jerusalem is led by scornful men, wicked leaders. Listen to this. Because you have said, we have made a covenant with death, and with Shul we are in agreement when the overflowing scourge passes through, it will not come to us. For we have made lies our refuge, and under falsehood we have hidden ourselves. So for whatever reason, the leaders of Israel during this particular time are going to enter into this agreement, uh, an agreement of lies. What for? Well, basically to get along with everyone, to avoid the scourge that's coming against them. And you see this with Lapid right now. Now, granted, this can change tomorrow. It could change. There's a new election coming up in Israel. It can all change. But we can see the hearts of some of these leaders in Jerusalem. This is awful. God says in, in verse 18 of Isaiah 28, your covenant with death will be annulled. Your agreement with Shul will not stand. When the overflowing scourge passes through, then you'll be trampled down by it. As often as it goes out, it will take you for morning by morning, it will pass over. And by day and by night, it will be a terror just to understand the report. I look at this and think, man, this is just, uh, it's just devastating. This is, this is really bad news. But the good news is the Lord is on the throne. Let me give you just this before we close out. This is from the book of Lamentations. This is from the prophet Jeremiah. And this is when Jeremiah is prophesying about the Babylonian invasion uh, that was coming way back at the time of the Babylonians, uh, taking over Judah, destroying the temple and the whole bit. And Jeremiah is stuck there in Jerusalem. And he says this, your prophets have said so many foolish things, false to the core. They did not try to hold you back from exile by pointing out your sins. Instead, they painted false pictures, filling you with false hope. As was way back then, at the time of the Babylonian invasion, things are just like that again today. They give you false hope. They won't tell you the truth. Uh, they won't even tell you about sins. Uh, they paint false pictures. That is just happening again. But folks, what's coming is very sad. Um, it's, just, it's, just, it's just terrible, terrible news. Hopefully this will all get flipped on its side, turned on its head. I hope so. But there's great news in this also because Jeremiah continues in the book of Lamentations and he's crying out for his own, his own pain that he's going through, the spiritual pain and the emotional pain. And he's seeing what's happening to his people. And then he said this, yet I still dare to hope when I remember this, the unfailing love of the Lord never ends. By his mercies, we have been kept from complete destruction. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each day, I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance, therefore I hope in him. Folks, no matter what happens in this world, if you're in Israel and you're watching this, or wherever you are watching this, our hope is in the Lord, our inheritance is in him. And we know that Jesus is coming back. He's gonna right all of the wrongs. But in the meantime, there's bad leaders all over the world just leading this world from destruction to destruction. In this case, with Israel, you got some bad stuff going on there, but we'll pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And in the meantime, what do we do? We do like Jeremiah did. Our hope 
is in him. We recognize his mercies are new every morning and great is his faithfulness. The Lord is my inheritance. Listen, God bless you guys. I look forward to seeing you uh, Sunday night. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.